Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode at Second Thoughts Pod. Hello, guys. Welcome to our last and final episode of season two. I'm Paula. I'm Pia. And we're Second Thoughts Podcast. Guys, I can't believe this is our last episode. How do you feel, Paula? I feel good. I feel like this has been going well. And honestly, I haven't even looked at our analytics, to be honest. (laughs) I don't actually know if it's been going well, but I feel good about it. And so I'm sure that energy is because I feel that energy of everyone else. Yeah. Um, Let's start off with some life updates. My birthday is coming up. Yes, we did mention that in the last episode, but it's it's closer now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything. I ha- I'm still going on vacation this week. I leave um, the day before this episode airs. So that's really exciting and really fun. And I hope I don't die on Angel's Landing, truthfully. <laughs> yeah, Paula's going to be doing a bunch of hiking. I will be at home watching Rocket. But yeah, I just... I don't know. Is there anything else that's going on? I feel like summer is just in full swing. We're going to Florida in August. So that's why we're taking a little bit of a break. Yeah, until September. It's been so hot these past few days. It's in the 90s. I think like 95, 94s this past week. And it's been so hot. We've been walking Rocket and he's just he's not having it. Yeah. And when we get home, he'll just like pass out for two and a half hours. So nice because you can get work done without (laughs) having to watch him. Yep. You know, puppies, they're cute and time consuming people. Mm -hmm. No one ever tells you the bad parts of puppies because the good definitely overshadow the bad. But there have definitely been many sleepless nights with this puppy. But he's growing He's growing up. We are slowly crate training him to be by himself and learning that it's okay to be by himself. It's still, yeah. I think we mentioned this in a previous episode that that's one thing that we're trying to work on with him. Um, still something we're trying to work on with him because he's uh, very uh, dependent. dependent on us. So we're trying to, yeah. we're trying our best to you know wean him off of us i know it's just because both you and i work at home so he doesn't ever need to feel lonely or alone yeah so um other life updates like we said just vacation with our family we're coming back in september don't you worry Mm -hmm. right before our one year yeah right when did what we started this in october we were supposed to launch in september but then everything happened, and then we ended up launching in, in November. October. November. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the election. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so... Wow, so crazy. Like, time really just flies by. You don't even know. Yeah, so it'll be fun. We'll be back in sometime in September. You guys won't even miss us, because we hope you guys are enjoying your hot girl summer. Um, Thank you guys so much for the support and like the constant uh feedback that you guys have been giving us it's been so amazing um just and we're very excited to see where this podcast can go i mean we're only on season two but we're really excited to see you know where this can take us me and sophia have just been vibing yeah like i honestly enjoy this because it forces us to talk yeah (laughs) for us to sit down and just like look at each other (laughs) and and like not be on social media and just kind of actually have good genuine candid conversations yeah and just like having the guests we we've met so many different people we've had so many different opportunities and so many things have opened up for us because of this podcast so yeah shout out to our guests yeah you guys have been amazing and honestly like i can't even say guests like shout out to our Our friends wow yeah you know what i want to do for season three what i want to have like our like hometown friends join 
Like, oh, yeah. I want to bring Greg back on. I know yeah. Pretty wants to come on. Like, we've got a lot of friends. Yeah. Who I feel like you guys obviously wouldn't know, but they are your typical, like, best friend yeah. that you would want in your corner always. Mm-hmm. And so it would be awesome to just, like, have, have a conversation yeah. with them. Yeah. Um. But that's basically all our life updates. Nothing crazy. Um, Make sure you guys follow us on Second Thoughts Pod. If you guys do want to follow along with us and everything that we're doing, we're still going to be on social. Um, We've got a lot of stuff planned this summer. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not like we're going to go silent for two months. Yeah, if you guys want to keep updated with us on maybe our family vacations or what we're up to, we're still going to be posting on Second Thoughts Podcast. So make sure you guys follow us on our Instagram. Yeah. and Pia will be vlogging. So yes. she vlogs everything. Yeah. I'm always in there. She is. Her Paula Kim um, moments. She's in there. It's the best part. <laughs> Moving on to this week's episode. We are coming back with another advice column. We did this a few weeks ago. I want to say like six, seven episodes ago. And it was a hit. And last week we reached back out asking you guys, you know, what things you wanted advice on whether it was dating career family friends you name it and you guys definitely delivered we got some interesting emails and all i gotta say is like i'm i'm excited to get into it yeah me too um as always whenever we have these types of advice columns you guys can email us at secondthoughtspod at gmail.com with the subject advice column because this is something that we're going to keep on the podcast Mm -hmm. so um We'll get to your advice or your question whenever we are filming these episodes. Um, But, you know, as also, but, you know, everything is also anonymous and we'll do our best to give you the most honest and helpful advice that we can give. So don't worry if you're you're asking for advice and you're like, wait, I don't want people to know it's me. Like, trust, we got you. We're keeping it anonymous. Yeah. Um, We also answer all the questions that we do get, even if we don't get to it on um the podcast like sophie and i will answer them on email or like via dms so whenever you have something coming up just feel free to email us or dm us and we're more than happy to answer on the pod at an eventual episode mm-hmm. or we'll start a conversation with you like someone asked me about philly recommendations and i had a full like 10 minute conversation yeah so, so don't be afraid to reach out to us guys we try our best to um stay connected with you all yes So let's dive in, people. The first email that we got. Okay. Hey, amazing ladies. Greetings from Manila, Philippines. So I saw your stories now. And can I just say how perfect timing this is? Anyway, I honestly need a piece of advice on friendships. Like, how can you tell if a friend is being fake to you? Quotations. Just this weekend, me and one of my quotations girlfriend is chatting about this guy i'm talking to and she looked up that guy and started pointing out negative things about him even if me and that guy literally just started talking two days ago parentheses i'm not even interested in this person lol parentheses it sucks because i feel like she's always like this to me whenever i talk to a guy she would always find ways to stop me from talking to a certain person i'm really close enough to say Can you just please let me know this person first before you point out negative things about him? Plus, you barely know this guy. Why judge immediately? LOL. Anyway, I don't know if this is a sign of insecurity or a sign of being a fake friend, or is this a red flag in our friendship? We're both single, by the way, and I support her all throughout her love life and life in general. But when it comes to me, the way she shows her support is so passive aggressive, and I am kind of feeling iffy about it now. 
Anyway, that's it. Thanks, ladies. P.S. I'm always listening to you guys whenever I am working. Makes me feel like you guys are my colleagues here. Aww. That's so cute. Kumusta <laughs> kabayan? Hey. Hey, girl. Um, this is kind of interesting because I think that you already seem like you kind of know where this is going because I think I'd like to think that we're all very intuitive with how we feel about certain things and the fact that you can kind of already point out the fact that she's being passive aggressive towards you and just the way you don't like how she's reacting towards situations like this one the first step I would honestly take is if you is to honestly just have open and honest communication because mm-hmm. if this is someone that is important to you and you want to keep in your life, you're just not going to keep letting them walk all, walk over, all you. over you. Yeah. Honestly, if this were me, like, I just don't like friends like that. Like, mm-hmm. those aren't like, those aren't friends. Those are like judgmental people. And I guess it's a question to yourself whether it's like, okay, what do you value in friendships? I mean, Again, we're seeing like one side of the situation. Like maybe she's great otherwise, but when it comes to guys, she's very judgmental. So don't listen to me when I say cut her off, but like also like take it with a grain of salt. It's like, do you need her in her do you need her in your life? Or is she just like taking up negative energy and mm-hmm. taking up space yeah. for someone else who could be giving you positive reinforcement? Yeah. No, that's a good point. Especially because I think, I, I don't know how old you are, but I think growing up, you want to be more, I don't know, diligent about who you keep in your circle. For me, I'm the type of person to have very, just a few really good close friends. And those are the ones that I keep with me because th- they, we all share the same values. You know, I, mm-hmm. I really love their friendship. I value their friendship. And that's the type of person I know I want to keep around me yeah also if you've already expressed this to your friend and she's like not listening to you like that also shows that you know another thing about her she's just disregarding your feelings right Mm -hmm. like if you have said to her i don't like that you tell me negative things about everyone i meet before i actually get to meet them and she still does what does that say yeah i think it speaks volumes Mm -hmm. right and also they could just be kind of just immature as well Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just need a break from those types of people and i think it's always okay to outgrow certain people and certain Mm -hmm. tendencies you i mean we're constantly evolving we're constantly changing so it's not like we're all gonna have the same um you know values all the time i mean i've had some high school friends that i'm not close with anymore and it's just like people change and you just realize what is more important to you and you know it doesn't have to end in like like you, you don't have to you don't have to have a whole fight and argument yeah. with it either um people just people just fall out with each other because they're different they're different and then yeah. things are changing and what you are looking for in a friend is not what they offer yeah so honestly yeah sad period okay second email 
Hi, girls. Thanks so much for doing this again. I love your last advice column, and I've been waiting for you guys to do another one of these. Listening to you guys has been really therapeutic, and during days when I'm in need of a distraction, you guys have been a huge help. That being said, can you guys talk a little bit about managing your emotions and how to not let them get the best of you? For instance, sometimes I have really bad social anxiety, and it literally makes me want to throw up, and I just clam up and can't speak. I feel as if I can't breathe because I'm so nervous about what everyone thinks, even though I know they're not really paying me any mind. It makes me never want to go anywhere even though deep down i do want to thanks girls really appreciate all the advice you guys have given us through your past episodes much love all the way from the uk thanks girl i feel this heavy Mm. because i am emotional so that's a battle in itself i think that emotions are good because it means that you care it means that you have feelings it means that you have an opinion towards something Mm -hmm. but when you let emotions consume you to the point where they make you feel as if you have to be a certain way or act a certain way that's when it gets a little toxic right Mm -hmm. I think for me the emotion that really gets to me the most is my anxiety and Mm -hmm. I think that stems from other things like you know caring too much about what people think or just like stressed out from work and just stressed out about the possibilities of what if and it's not easy at all but I think what has helped me is honestly to like sit and breathe and really understand what the fuck could happen Mm -hmm. like if you really think about it and think logically and you're just like okay well like what's the worst that could happen I know some people who like think actually like all the worst things, but then you sit back and like look at it and assess and you're like, okay, realistically, what is the worst that could happen? Yeah. And if you compare it to like, what is the worst thing that could happen to anyone? It's like not that bad. Yeah. I was recently reading this book called Calm the F Down and (laughs) it really had some good pointers because I'm the type to overthink everything. I always, um, you know, I always think about what other people are are thinking in regards to, oh, are they, um, do they like me? Am I, uh, you know, making them comfortable? And just like, just in life in general, I always feel like I try to please everyone around me, which is a good and bad thing. And I also have kind of like anxious tendencies where I think that the worst is always going to happen. And I was reading this book and it was basically saying that these things in your mind, it's like there is this metaphor or this scenario that they were saying that, you know how they say there's always a spider like five feet away from you or 12 feet away from you? You know that saying mm-hmm. that there's always a spider there? But they, they're basically saying like there's always going to be something that's going to be, you know, there that's going to, you know, ruin your day or cause some issues. But do you know that for sure? Like, where is it though? Like, why would you sit there? Like, think about it. When someone said that to you, like, oh, there's always going to be a spider like 10 feet away from you, whatever. Are you just going to sit there and constantly stress about this spider? Even though you don't necessarily know if it's going to come up to you or not. You know that, that you know that there are things in life that's bound to hit the fan, right? But if you sit there and dwell on the things that haven't happened yet, you're, pas- you're basically putting yourself through it twice. Yes. I don't know where you're going with the spider analogy, but like the last thing that you said was You guys right. get my spider analogy, I think. Because it was in my <laughs> head when I read it. You guys have to read the book, but it was actually like a really good point. So, I mean, if you guys understand, then let me know. But <laughs> no, I get it though. It's like whenever I find myself stressing out and like I see myself at the end of it, 
like at the end of the tunnel, I'm like, I spent so much unnecessary time stressing out over things that did not happen. Mm -hmm. And like, I think that's a difference between who I am now in my current job and who I was in my old job because my perception has kind of shifted where I just like, I'm like, so what? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Literally to me, like the worst that could happen is I get scolded. Like they're not going to fire me. They're Mm -hmm. not. And like, what, what are they going to do? You know, like, like that's what I'm, that's like the mentality that I have right now. It's just like, what's, what's the worst that could happen? I mean, definitely like I still like get those anxious tendencies, but like whenever I do face those same like irrational like thoughts again, I'm just like, this is ridiculous. This is not going to happen. The worst that could happen is X, you know, and like just dumb it down for yourself. And like for you and like on your social anxiety, I mean, I know that's never easy. I think like that's just something that you're going to have to constantly work yourself up with and like keep putting yourself in situations that like, you know, test your limits a little bit. But in terms of social anxiety, people get social anxiety because they are too conscious of what Mm -hmm. everyone thinks about them. But you have to remember and you always have to tell yourself this. No one is thinking that much about you the same way you are thinking about yourself. Everyone's probably thinking about to themselves yeah like everyone's kind of selfish like everyone's just thinking about themselves Mm -hmm. you know so like you might think you have a bad hair day but this other person wouldn't care because they probably think their outfit's ugly (laughs) do you know what i'm saying like yeah that's a really good point that is a good point no one cares as much about you than you yeah if you think about it when you really really sit down and think about it you think about how you're walking, how you're talking, how you look. You're constantly thinking that in your head. You're just constantly thinking about yourself, you know, how you are perceived from other people. What makes you think the person in front of you is not thinking the same thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're always thinking that. You're always like, oh, my gosh, he probably thinks I'm, I look weird. Or, oh, my gosh, I, I look so ugly today. Or, oh, my gosh, like, I really fucked up that presentation. Like, people will probably think about it for, like, a second, and then they're on to thinking back to themselves they're thinking about what they have to do you know what i mean and just just the same way the way that you think about yourself and how you people are perceiving you people are thinking that about them so don't ever worry too much about you know what other people are thinking of because they are little we are all just thinking about ourselves and how we're being perceived by other people as well yeah and also to just like cap off like full circle the emotions thing is And I don't know if this is always the best advice, but in just like a recent situation, I feel like this would be really applicable and it's to not react right away to what your emotions are telling you. Period. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. So I fought with my boyfriend in volleyball (laughs) a few weeks ago and I reacted really poorly right away in front of everyone. I was just like, you want to fight? We'll fight. And like in hindsight, It was so dumb and it didn't have to be addressed right then and there. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm a very emotional person and I like to address things right away, like head on. Yeah. But there are instances where you just, you need to ignore your emotions for a hot second Mm -hmm. and then just be like, just think about it later. And then I feel like when you revisit how you felt in that moment later, Mm -hmm. you're going to think it's not as bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like those instances where you get angry at someone and you're just like, I just need to step away and like do something else Mm -hmm. or like, okay, 
whenever you're fighting with your partner, right? Mm-hmm. And you like take a break and then like not take a break, but like you like stop fighting for a second and like do your own thing. And then you come back to revisit and you kind of forget what yeah, you, you're angry you're, about. No, that's that's exactly how it is with managing your emotions. Right. Because your your emotions are not you. I think I like to think <laughs> um, again in this book called Calm the F Down. They, it basically called your emotions puppies like they're puppies yeah. we go from spiders to puppies now yeah this book had a lot of metaphors <laughs> and analogies but um so for instance like if you're angry at at your significant other right you have you have that feeling of being angry but you have a choice are you going to throw a brick at him or are you going to sit down and talk to him <laughs> either brick. way either way you are angry you have to choose but which it's puppy. your ch- <laughs> it's you're to choose what what you are going to do with that emotion right so and i think it's always important to be and just it's just emotional yeah. intelligence is gen- in general is something everyone needs to practice because people just react negatively yeah. towards things and people are just so quick to react to certain things and that's just how it is about managing your mo- it's really about discipline you're discipline dis- discipline yeah yourself. yeah there have been so you many have times. to discipline your emotional puppies you that's why you train your puppies okay finally got that metaphor that, out there that's, i'm struggling <laughs> with these metaphors trust read the book guys it makes more sense when you read it i it's just in the back yeah. of my head but all yeah. pia is saying is there are spiders near you all the time yeah. and even if you don't have even if even if you don't like dogs you got puppies you have emotional you have to train. puppies that you need to discipline right so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean that's that's what it is like it's mm-hmm. discipline and taking a second to really assess the gravity of your emotions, I guess. Because I think that's what everyone is capable of, being too emotional. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Anyways, next question. Hi, Paula and Pia. I recently got back together with my ex-boyfriend. We dated for a little over a year and the breakup was pretty devastating to me and took me a while to get over because I thought he was the one. Now, a year after the breakup, we are back together and everything seems better. He's been going above and beyond to communicate his feelings and puts in the effort that is needed for this to work. There's only one problem. My family. (laughs) Since I was absolutely heartbroken when he dumped me, my family was ready for battle. They said such hard opinions of him and I don't really blame them because they were the ones picking up the pieces after he left. Now, they're having trouble warming up to him and it really stresses me out. Their opinions mean the world to me, so how do I get them to like him again? this one is hard because i feel you on that the opinions of my best friends and my family if they don't like my significant other that that just makes everything so much harder it's also game over for me i commend those who just don't give a fuck at all about what the people that yeah yeah. that they think um but for me personally i understand that how this can be difficult because you know you want to share these happy moments with your significant other to the people you love yes and that's one thing that i i hate to see or hate to even hear about because i get so excited being able to share certain things and like experiences with like my sister and my best friends and then you know they get excited for you but then when you feel like you can't share these experiences it it really sucks yeah yeah so honestly i think really it just takes time um time heals all time really does heal all and if he continues to make you happy and see that and when your parents and your family sees that you're not crying every day or you know if he's not treating you like shit if they see that they will be 
much more you know they'll warm up to him but just remember that they're only just looking out for you that's what i I, i'm assuming that um everything that they're doing is from a place of love like they obviously would not want to see the a person that they love being hurt and for you to bring somebody back into your life like they're just being protective and they're just trying to keep you safe so also think of it in that perspective so um you know they're just looking out for you i think is what you need to also think about and just take time just it takes time yeah i totally agree i think that people's true colors will show and exactly like what you said if he's still shitty and is just like masking it now his shittiness will show in the future yeah you know and if the people that are around you truly love you and truly care for you they will see past everything you know and put you first and if what makes you happiest is this person. They're going to be the ones who have to get over whatever grudge they're holding against him. Because at the same time, like you have to remember, if you can forgive, why can't they? Because you are the one you are the one going hurt. through it. You are you the, are the one, one dating de- this yes. person. You're the one dealing with it, you know? So you have to always think. And if, if they're really giving you a hard time, I would encourage you to sit down with them and be like, how much does this really affect you? Yeah, You know, and as someone who has been in a position where I haven't liked a friend's partner and having gone through like the pros and cons of do I waste my energy and like try to convince her to break up with him or do I just like let it be? Honestly, like letting it be has been easier for me. (laughs) Like, honestly, they can make their own decisions. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you are the one who's ultimately going to be faced with it you are the only one who's going to get hurt obviously your friends never want to see you hurt i agree i think if it really comes down to it to just talk to them and just be like listen i appreciate you guys um you know looking out for me and having my best intentions at hand but this is my choice my decision and you guys are just going to deal with it at the end of the day you tell them that i you are the one that's dating this person and you are going to be the one to deal with the consequences right and you can only just hope that they'll open up and warm up to him as he continues to prove that he is a good partner for you so period yeah it's never easy but i guess time will tell time will tell and you could always prove them wrong or like he could always prove them wrong and then it's a Mm win-win and if they're really just like hell bent on like not liking this person like Trust me, it's probably more exhausting for them to like not like a person than it is for them to like a person. Yeah. So that sucks for them. But <laughs> hey, if he really is treating you well and you're not being delusional and they're just giving you a hard time, let them give you a hard time. Yeah. Family isn't always right. Friends isn't always right, you know? Yeah, because at the end of the day, you're the one that's... You're, again, you're the one that's dealing with it. You're the one that knows this person more than they do. Yep. So, you know, deal with the consequences as they come but yeah. enjoy it if yeah. it's if it's happening for you, you know? and more power to you for dealing with the awkwardness because i could not i would just <laughs> dump that person right away i'd be like no i'm not dealing with it yeah. <laughs> you know but it's it's hard and i commend you and i commend anyone who stays in a relationship or like pursues a relationship where there are a lot of barriers that you have to kind of cross mm-hmm. that shit's hard yeah no thank you all right let's move on to instagram dms these ones were a little funny okay um i need advice on how to deal with past stuff that still lights a flame in my soul 
but I really don't like those negative thoughts. How do I begin to forgive, forget, and focus on myself? I've tried everything, <laughs> but my anger is still there. Why? I used to be such a different person, a positive and happy one 24-7. Oh my God, did I write this? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, hmm. Um, this <laughs> I can is, relate, yeah, but... This is funny because I see Paula very much in this question. <laughs> so I'm gonna let you take it away. Um, meditate. Um, be alone for a hot second and do things that like get you out of your own head because anger is such a passionate emotion. And like, if you let it burn, it'll burn everything. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, forgiving and forgetting. I think you can definitely forgive, but I don't <laughs> idea. I don't like the idea of, you know, forgetting. I don't know. Like, I get it. I get why you should forget because it's easier to forget and forgive at the same time. But like when you forget things, you allow you, you, mistakes you, uh, to happen again, again. Right. which is dumb. You know, like don't mm -hmm. let yourself get burned twice. But like I said, when we in the last question that we answered, it's just it's so exhausting hating someone. Mm -hmm. I would know I'm fucking exhausted, people. Yeah, that's why. In our last episode, Hot Girl Summer, <laughs> I said, I'm just going to let go of everything and everyone that lit a fire in my soul. Yeah, I think it's like holding resentment for people is just extra baggage that you don't need to carry. Mm -hmm. Because, again, there's way more effort in hating someone or continuously feeling resentment for someone. Um, and you just can't go through life feeling that way all the time because... You have your life to live. You have your own problems to deal with. You don't need to have that baggage of another person weighing you down. Easier said than done. But honestly, the steps that I've taken <laughs> Go ahead. to accomplish this is hang out around happy people. Mm -hmm. Because happy people are not holding or not thinking about anyone but themselves. Yeah. And it's kind of a intoxicating emotion and feed off their energy because that'll rub off on you. And like, it's not saying like you are like 75% of the five people you hang out with or like you're 100% of the five people you hang out with. Is that the saying? Whatever. Something like that. Someone fact check me. But if you hang around happy people all the time, good chances are you'll be happy too. Yeah. I mean, energy is contagious, right? Yeah. If you're constantly around people who are unmotivated, sad um unsupportive all the time mm -hmm. you are going to feel that and i fully believe environment is everything yes because if if you if you constantly surround yourself with negative people you are going to feel that weight fully also like you have to think that the best comeback you can have for an enemy is to show them that you are unbothered yeah like but don't even just act it like you actually, actually have to be unbothered. I know. you know how people say like when you break up with your ex, you the best revenge is being happier without them. You actually need to be happier without them. Exactly. I need to let go of a lot of people. <laughs> I really do. And I feel this. I this is something that I personally have been trying to work on because I know that I am so much better off. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, I, I too have a flame in my soul that just refuses <laughs> to be extinguished. Like, it's just like, to me, I get it, you know? Mm -hmm. 
these like insignificant people that just like drive me push me Mm -hmm. forward to just do great things in spite of them because i'm just so much better than all of them yeah let your your haters motivate you but don't let the resentment stay yes all right last dm my boyfriend and i have been on and off for a year now we have some issues with our relationship because his ex wanted to come back in his life and he told me that he wanted nothing to do with her so we ended up breaking things off because of other issues we had like money household chores it's only been a day since we broke up and i found his ex leaving his apartment (laughs) Now I have so many questions. Like, how long has this been going on? But I don't know how to confront him about it. Or should I confront her too? Because she knew we were together. I just feel betrayed. Cut them <laughs> off, sis. Okay. Just like the flame you, in our soul. Let me give you some advice about that. Um, you, like, you and your boyfriend or ex, I guess, he's the only one that is honestly technically responsible for your relationship with each other so i don't think that you should confront her because at the end of the day she has no loyalty to you your boyfriend had loyalty to you and the fact that he was being a snake behind your back just proves how he just disrespected you he just did not you know he was not being faithful to you um i don't know i personally wouldn't say to confront the girl because at the end of the day she's kind of just yeah living life at her own accord your only response responsibility i guess is your boyfriend and how his actions have affected you so um yeah i hate when people get mad at the other woman or the yeah. other man or the other person because like yeah they're shitty for doing that but at the end of the day like the person who's closest to you dance with the devil yeah they're, you know? they're not the ones that that owe anything to you yeah like the 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 other person dangled the fruit or the bait and your boyfriend was dumb enough to get it yeah (laughs) like it's it's on him you know like he didn't have to Mm -hmm. it's just like you know me and pia get asked by guys at the bar for our numbers do Mm -hmm. we say yes no we say no because we're loyal this is the thing too temptation is everywhere right yes. like mm-hmm. and if they are dumb enough to break that trust and break that loyalty towards you then that shows you who they are as a person and yeah. that's i think that's enough to end things because i mean there's fucking seven billion people in this world right like why there's are you gonna set, settle for someone who can't even do the bare minimum i also read the statistic that you have like 40 soulmates <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> So, so like yeah. in a world of seven billion people, forty of them are yours. Yeah. So you know, one and it's not one and done. Keep trying. Yeah, I I always just think that I don't know. There's just so people much are more. replaceable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that not where you were going? <laughs> uh, I guess you just put it more bluntly but um, Pia loves to put some fluff into what she no, says. No, because it's true that. I mean, why would you want to deal with someone who you can't trust? That Facts. just puts put so much more, I don't know, that's just so much more work in a relationship that I would not want. Like, yeah. having someone that I have to constantly worry about, you're not my child. I don't want to have to worry about you right now. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Your partner is supposed to be there to bring add more value into your life, not add more stress. And if yeah. they're adding more stress, 
like find someone else yeah so to answer your question i don't even think you need to confront them because your answer should already be fuck you no bye we're over finding my 39 other soulmates yeah you know you know like i don't know I don't I would never go back with a cheater. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, you should have a partner who you can trust, who fully is invested in you, who doesn't worry, who you don't need to worry about and supports you in everything and doesn't make you feel like a second option. Facts. So anyways, thank you to everyone who joined us for another advice column. These are always fun because I feel like we get to talk about a variety of topics. Mm -hmm. I know this week's episode was a little bit more like relationship driven, which is fine. Um, People are getting cuffed this hot girl summer (laughs) season, which all for it. But like we said, enjoy your summer Mm -hmm. and don't get bogged down on negative issues Mm -hmm. from people who might not be at the same page as you. Yeah. Cuffing season is right around the the corner, guys. Yeah. So don't rush it you know mm-hmm. but again thank you guys so much this is our last episode for season two and we will be back before you guys know it but we are so so grateful for everyone who has listened to us and just supported us and has continued to listen to our episodes because we would not be here without, without you, guys. you guys like we yeah. wouldn't you know if we didn't have as many people coming to us saying that they loved our episodes and our epi- we would have been like mm is anyone listening you know yeah but i i feel it like i know people are listening i know people can relate and i hope that we are sharing valuable advice and stories and anecdotes that resonate with you guys because me and pierre are so normal like it's (laughs) it's so normal that it's lame yeah you know me and pierre are both very different people but we both have like relatable attributes Mm -hmm. to other people yeah you know and it's fun that we can like have different perspective on things Mm -hmm. because then we meet the masses yeah kind of in the middle basically exactly um but yeah we had so much fun this season guys thank you guys so much for all your continuous support we will see you guys in season three very excited uh we'll see you in like september we don't have a specific date but we'll keep you updated on the social so as always follow us on social at second thoughts pod um yeah. yeah have a great summer everyone and we'll see you in season two bye